Hey everybody, Mark here. Thanks so much for tuning in to our final episode of our Campus Takeover edition of the Menlo Midweek Podcast, which is kind of funny because this week we are not interviewing a campus at all. This is our central staff. So the easiest way I can think to explain it is if our campuses, our schools, our central staff would be the school district. So the people that we're talking to today may or may not look familiar to you, but the work that they have done, you have definitely came across, whether that's on a weekend or throughout the week. So it's a really fun conversation. And I'm as we're doing these things, I'm just really encouraged by this concept that when we're asking people to give more of their time as they're volunteering, we're not necessarily asking what we want from them, but what we want for them. We want people, we want uh, all of the people that come in contact with Menlo Church to consider giving more of themselves to becoming who Jesus wants them to be and saying yes to the ways in which Jesus wants them uh, to learn and grow. And we feel like volunteering is a huge way that that can happen. Uh, we talk a lot about that in this podcast today. And so if this is at all interested, interesting to you, we have a volunteer fair that's happening this Sunday. So make sure you check that out. Jess talks a little bit more about this in the podcast. You can text our team at any time at the number below, 650-600-0402. I'd love to help you take a step. And so let's go ahead and jump into the podcast. Welcome everybody to our fifth and final Menlo Midweek Takeover. I am here with some of our Central team. Yeah, yeah. If you're like, what the heck is a central team? That's a great question. Let me tell you. We have four campuses, as you guys all know, and our central team is here to support our campuses, do ministry. A lot of it is the behind the scenes stuff, kind of just help each ministry, each campus in the things that they do on Sunday morning. Mark and I are also on the central ministry team, so we can say this because we're all central people here. Our team does a lot of stuff to help the campuses. So great team, great stuff going on. Let's go ahead and start going around the table and just saying who you are, just like your name and what team you're on and how long you've been at Menlo to start. Let's start with the only male in, not in the room, because we have two behind the scenes males here today, but the only male at the table today. <laughs> Represent. Representing. All right, the guys. Okay. My name is Josh Fox, and uh, I have the privilege of getting to serve as our creative director at Menlo Church. I have been in this role for maybe three months <laughs> or so. Uh, I came on as a worship leader for our Menlo Park campus and helping oversee our weekend services and now getting the, the opportunity and privilege to get to lead our creative team, which is an amazing team made up of our communications director, our digital engagement director, who is hosting this very Woo. thing and created this whole deal here, <laughs> Mark Mornishi. Uh, our worship teams at all of our campuses, our production director, who is also here helping make this happen, and our weekend experience team. And so it's just been really an awesome thing. I get to work with Jess uh, to help our team, and it's been a thrill. So Josh is mine and Mark's boss, so we're going to treat him extra special today. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Good to Let's know. go right here. Um, I am Joan, and I am in a role with our next gen ministry. So supporting kids and students at all of our campuses. And right now I just kind of have my hands in a little bit of everything <laughs> that is all things kids and students. Um, and I have been in this particular role um, within next gen for about as long as you've been in your role yeah. <laughs> um, since April, but I have been on staff a lot longer. I've been on staff for 26 years. Um, Come on. Hey. I have, yeah, and I have served on both kids and students teams at the Menlo Park campus and um, at a central level over the years. Mm. So anyway, excited to still be here. Yay. Yeah. And I am Megan Cole. Now, I'm the belonging director as of like one month. Uh, <laughs> but right. I've been at Menlo for almost two years now, but I'm on the spiritual formation team. So oversee groups and connections and care and just all the stuff that happens outside the auditorium on Sundays. And if you yeah. remember the name or the voice or the video, video? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> Megan is a repeat guest we've had on before, one of our substitute teachers we like to call. So thanks yes. again for being here. All right. So Mark asked, uh, we've been doing this. This is our third episode of people bringing stuff for our decor wall. Um, some of the people 
it's just a busy season, so things happen <laughs> and we forget things, and that's okay. Sorry. Um, so, but Joan did bring something, so Joan will go first, share but what you brought, and then I've got a icebreaker question for the other two of you. Oh, well. Okay. Awesome. So my first year on staff, I was an intern in, um, at that time it was called Children's Ministry, mm-hmm. and one of the things that the church did that year was Who put, were you an intern with? Um, Anybody still on yeah, staff? Yeah, Scott Palmbush. <laughs> it's funny you should say that wow. because I actually have a picture of him. Yes. From, yeah. Oh my gosh. So, awesome. so the year that we were interns together, uh, the church put out a... Um, uh, directory. I'm like, what is this word? <laughs> directory. <laughs> and I thought it would be fun to bring and have on your yes. shelf. And I just I earmarked a couple of photos oh my just gosh. for That's fun. Amazing. So yeah. you guys want to see? So yes. so the first one is so this is the year that Scott and I were interns together. So wow. you can see oh like my. Scott Get and Mark. Should we like put this up to the camera oh, or something? Lord. Or how do we? Wow. You want to show, know, show that camera behind to, you, uh, Josh? Oh, right, the, right yeah. here. Oh, look at look at Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my goodness! And then here's Joan. There's wow. <laughs> so good. Incredible. Incredible. Can we get these like blown up? Like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I want door sized posters. Sure. And then I just earmarked a couple other um, pages. Be really careful. It's very delicate. <gasps> oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. I better not touch that. <laughs> <laughs> but just for fun for people who want to leaf through. But that we have like we have some key volunteers at our campuses who oh were here in 92. This? 92. This is 92. Okay. So like this page has the Bostics on it. Oh, nice. From San Mateo. Oh I earmarked a page that has the Kilners on it who are still in Mountain View. Mm-hmm. And then I earmarked a page oh that has, um, oh, the Marshes, who are still okay. key volunteers here at the oh Mobile Park Campus. Oh, my gosh. So I couldn't find anybody from Saratoga, but if you know somebody okay. who was mm. a part of Menlo back in 92 and is in here, I will earmark that page as well. But Incredible. Anyway, that's Very what I fun. brought. That's a good one. I might see if I can find ours, because my church had those, of course, and, you know, the 80s mustache yes. that my dad had. Did your dad have no. one of those? Oh, okay. That was, who. that was a time, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Great My pictures. father-in-law had the Magnum P.I. Yep. Nice. Oh, it was just, yeah. he rocked that for several years. Yep. My mom so. was like obsessed with, obsessed with Tom Selleck, still is, like no. she loves blue bud, no, bloods. No, my yeah. mom too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I love it. So I always say this story. My mom had a like a vanity growing up, like mm-hmm. just a mirror behind her dresser basically. And there was like whatever school year my brother and I, our picture was there and a picture of like her and my dad when they like first met. And then a picture of Tom Selleck in his Magnum P.I. like Hawaiian shirt. Oh I will never forget that. I don't know if it was up for like a week and I just wow. have that permanent brain, but I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was there for like years. That's Anyways, so thanks for bringing that, Joan. You're I can't welcome. wait for people to like look through that and see if they find anybody else. Yeah, for sure. Okay, for Megan and Josh, your question is, if you were an athlete, oh. a famous athlete right now, hmm. what would your walkout song be? If you go to a Giants game, they like, every time they come up to bat, they have a song that plays that kind of represents who they are, maybe. Oh I'm so God. glad I brought a director. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one question they don't get beforehand. So. I mean, my classic answer to mm. this one is Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Does anyone wow, know that song? that's great. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Who sings that's what that? I go. Oh, wow. Little Miss, Little Miss, Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Spin yes. Doctors. Oh, Spin Doctors. Ben. Thank wow. you. Yeah. That's my go-to one. Okay. What, like yeah. what? Just the energy of it? Just yeah, the, the energy yeah. of it. I also, growing up, like I just know lots of trivia, so I'm mm. kind of a know-it-all. Right. But yeah, and it's like, no, I'm right. Like, just trust me. I yeah. know. That, and yeah. she's not even like being arrogant. Like she usually is very right in <laughs> these random trivia yes. things that she knows. What athlete would you have been? Oh, like, that's what, a good question like, too. Are you, you're walking off, but what are you walking off of? Like, like, a, like a baseball field, well, a so basketball court? Like a, a, I played volleyball in college, so okay. that was like my sport. Okay. But... I mean, walk off like it's typically baseball, right? Like the like going okay. up yeah. to bat is where it is. But you mm, can pick right. If I could pick anything, yes. ooh, I think I would pick like big wave surfing. Oh wow! Because wow, okay. that seems amazing. like ambitious. <laughs> wow. So you just like get off of the wave and then yeah. the song yeah. plays. Yeah, little miss, little miss, little miss. <laughs> yeah, wow. Josh is so here for this. I'm so, I like. I love that visual. <laughs> Mark oh, can teach you how to surf. Goodness. Make it happen. Want to. Yeah. All right, Josh. My father-in-law is like an amazing golfer. 
Like he literally like wins tournaments and things like this. Mm -hmm. And I am absolutely horrible. (laughs) And so he has tried a couple of times. He's like taking me to, taking me to the, you know, the batting, the, I mean the, the, um, driving driving range. Thank you. Driving range. He doesn't even know what it is. No, not that. And, uh, he's, you know, only a couple of times and then he's kind of like, okay, you're, you're done. Like that. He's hasn't invited me back. Like there's no, there's no hope. Uh, so yeah. So like if I could just be amazing at that, like, you know, like I just get the winning putt or whatever, that's like super far and it drops in and then. I don't know what song would play. Like the first song that came to my mind is like, "Hey man, I'm a rock star. Oh, yes. Game on, get <laughs> paid." Like smash whatever mouth. that. Yeah, the Smash a local Mouth. Band. Thank you. But also, I also love yeah. like I love Cindy Lauper's True Colors. Oh, <laughs> like whenever they did <laughs> yeah. the Olympics, Incredible. like those trailers, I'd get like teary eyed. So I could see that too. Like I make, and it's like I see your true. That's the one. That's the okay. for you. I love it. You, right? It's real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think so. This, I also played volleyball, but okay. in high school. Um, but I also played soccer, so I think I would go with soccer, especially mm. since like the U.S. women's soccer team is like top notch. I don't actually like watch the sport, but that's so I've heard totally. they're really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you score a goal. Yep, and for sure Queen, all-time favorite band. Oh. Um, I'd probably go with Killer Queen because that's one of my favorite okay. songs of theirs, and yes. it's like just a good like. Mm-hmm. She keeps some moan and chandon. Anyways, yeah, there you um, go. I like so, it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for having a little fun with us. Let's get down to the stuff. Uh, <laughs> let's start with just more get to know you questions. How did you become a, qu- a question? How did you- <laughs> it's been a whizzy beak. It's been a whizzy beak. Our minds are not quite. Uh, <clears throat> um, yes. How did you become a Christian and join the church? And um, how did you also find your staff at Menlo? So you talked about a little mm. bit like how, like how long you've been here, but mm-hmm. what led you to Menlo? Anybody want to go first? I can go first. All right, make it. So I grew up in a family that loves God and loves church. And so I don't remember a time when I didn't love Jesus. Mm -hmm. And when I was in preschool, like three years old, I wanted to like accept Jesus as my savior, like invite him in my heart. My Mm -hmm. mom's like, no, you don't. Do you know what that is? But you're a know-it-all, so you did know what it is. Of course I knew the (laughs) answer. So like... Many years, mm. I like kept doing it, right? Because it's like, well, I really mean it now, mm. right? But it's like looking back, I always loved Jesus. I always knew who He was. Mm. I always had a fondness for church, and being in that space was really important. I didn't have women pastors growing mm. up, and so I had leadership opportunities, but never necessarily thought about going into ministry. Um, even when I wanted to get baptized, I was in first grade, and my parents were like. No. <laughs> I was like, no, really. And they're like, you have, I was at a Baptist church, right? So you have to walk all the way to the front after the sermon to like say you want to be baptized. And they're like, you have to do that by yourself, right? And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then my dad gave in and walked with me up front, right? So there was this like constant kind of resistance to my spiritual journey that I was really mm. resilient and just was like, no, this is what I want. Mm. And even when I got to college, I was like, I want to be a Bible major. My parents were like, no, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> you have to study Greek. You're not good at languages. How will that go? Right? I was like, I think this is what I want to do. And so it's been just like continual progressive revelation of like, mm. oh, I can do this mm. and I can. So I've been doing full-time vocational ministry in the Bay since I finished seminary in 2008. Um, and God's just opened different doors for me time and time again. And I came to Menlo about two years ago as mm. a campus kids person. And then God just opened door with this new position of the belonging director Mm -hmm. and I feel like there are a lot of parts of me that were laying fallow when I was doing kids ministry that I didn't get to fully embrace Mm -hmm. and so in this new role being able to work with adults I'm really excited to be stretched and use some different giftings Um, so that's my like quick how I found Jesus and how I found church. In how did you hear about Menlo? So I grew up in the Bay Area. So okay. I hmm. went on the Mexicali missions trip when I was in high school because a friend went oh. to Menlo. I also was a flower girl at a wedding in Menlo oh, when funny. I was a kid. Um, so Menlo's just been around for me. Um, and I had the weirdest story ask me in person about how I found the job opening at Menlo because it's really roundabout. Because mm. I wasn't necessarily looking to leave the church I was at when I found the job posting. It kind of found me. Cool. Yep. That's awesome. cool. Wow. Joan, would you like me to go? Sure. <laughs> I'm already facing this way, so it's just easier. <laughs> easier. Um, so when I was in high school, I found myself um, sort of in an in-between friend group season, hmm. which I think 
probably happens a lot to it certainly happened to me every year right yeah exactly. high school yeah exactly yeah so I was for sure on a journey I was you know feeling lonely and trying to find a group of friends and um I was attending Menlo Atherton right down the street um and I the group that started to take me in was actually a group from um, the youth group here at Menlo. Mm. And they were the ones that began to befriend me and mm. invite me to come to like the Wednesday night program and to different events um, and trips that um, that the youth ministry was doing. Mm. And uh, it eventually led to me signing up to go on what ended up being the very first Mexicali mm-hmm. mission oh trip my gosh. Wow. Um, at, <laughs> at Menlo. And... Um, in prepping for the trip and um, getting ourselves ready for it, doing our training and stuff, one of the things that we were all tasked with doing was writing our testimony. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's a testimony? <laughs> like, and so I literally asked one of my friends that, like, <clears throat> what is a testimony? Oh and um, and bless her heart, she took that as an open door opportunity. Oh my gosh. And she um, invited me home to her house after school one day and sat me down on her couch in her living room Mm. up in Portola Valley. I can still picture it happening and laid out the gospel for Mm. me. And, um, and I realized in that conversation that that is what I've had been missing. Mm. I'd been searching for friends and, um, and connection and belonging. And um, I was going to find it in a relationship with Jesus. And Mm. so, that is when I became Christian, just sitting on her couch mm. um, in high school. And then as far as how I came here on staff, so part of my being a part of Menlo after that was that I would get involved in volunteering in different capacities um, the rest of high school and then in summers when I was home in college. And um, and then the summer after I graduated from college, um, it's interesting. I just saw the woman who hired me initially that year no a couple months ago. And the way she tells the story, because she shared it. You were at the event where she shared yeah. the story. Um, uh, she talks about how it was she and a couple of fellow staff members were heading downtown on Santa Cruz Avenue for lunch. And I happened to be walking on the other side of the street with whoever I was with, probably also getting lunch, right? And mm-hmm. she saw me. And... It's she just knew she needed to talk to me. So she ran across the street and she was like, Mm -hmm. I see something in you. I see something in you. Have you ever considered ministry? Have Mm. you ever considered? I have this position that I want to hire you for. And it was an intern position. And Mm. it was something that was back in the day when we had year long intern program. Um, Mm. In fact, our offices were in that closet back there. (laughs) (laughs) But um, anyways, um, she invited me into ministry and it was certainly not something I was considering mm-hmm. as I was trying to find my career path. Um, but God knew and he used Jane to mm-hmm. invite me in. And I have, for the most part, been here ever since. I took a little bit of a break when our family moved away. But um, but yeah, I've been in kids and student ministries in different capacities ever since. So That's so cool. Yeah. I've known you for so long and I mm. never knew that story. Aww. I apologize that mm. I've never asked you. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's beautiful. Thank yeah. you. I love yeah. that. You. Yeah, All right. What a, what Good a luck, Josh. Story. I know. I cannot follow that. <laughs> I hope that there's is, something about Mexicali in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to bring it home. <laughs> no doubt. I like. Um, I, I I grew up in a Christian home, similar to Megan. Just uh, parents that love Jesus, and uh, so I remember at a young age saying, mm-hmm. "I want to trust Jesus." So I I do remember that, and I remember having you know a relationship with God in my as a kid. But I also remember a time in high school where I just thought, "I don't think I." think this is real. I don't think any mm. of this is real. And I'm, I'm, I don't see, I, I think this is something maybe my folks sort of made up to make life uh, okay and bearable. <laughs> and so, and none of my friends at the time were, I was, you know, at a public high school, most of my friends that I was, uh, you know, hanging with, they're like, what are you talking about? Like, that sounds insane. You would believe in this Jewish uh, carpenter <laughs> who claims to have, you know, risen from the dead or whatever. 2,000 years ago. Yeah, like, you're insane. Like, this is not what is happening. So, I'm like, oh, yeah, I am insane. Like, this is crazy. Like, yeah. so, I, a- along with that, I had this deep, you know, desire like any high schooler would, but just really to needing to fit in. And mm. um, I had a real craving for, uh, to be known, but uh, at the time, I think it was more of a surface level. Like, I just want to be popular. I just want to be known sort of maybe mm-hmm. not necessarily deeply known, but just I just want people to know who I am because mm-hmm. um, that would make me feel better about myself. Mm-hmm. So, I had some like deep sort of um, insecurities in that way. 
And so I found that in high school, just like, wow, a lot of people know me now. I have this, I have that. I, If you were to see my life, it, you'd, you'd probably think, okay, that kid's like kind of got everything they would want. But I just had this deep longing, like this deep emptiness, this deep loneliness of like, mm-hmm. wait, is there something more like does somebody is there somebody who really could know the true me, mm. uh, who even is the true me, um, and and I was feeling like kind of purposelessness, like uh, a purposeless in that phase. It was like okay, I have all this that I thought I needed and thought I you know would make me happy, and yet I am like deeply miserable. Mm. If you were to really kind of di- you know dig down, sure. and so that's when I was like, what is life about and I was kind of going into this like weird you know existential crisis like here I am 16 years old and I'm like what is the meaning of life and I couldn't shake it I couldn't shake those questions they would keep me up at night they were like haunting me Um, and I just kind of got to that point of like if there is no purpose like then why like why live right Mm -hmm. so I I, I, it sounds kind of dark but that's where I was going and I had a very very close friend who uh, we were like partying together on the weekends and then um, he would drag, you know, we, we would sneak, I, I would sneak out of the house and hang out with like, you know, him and friends and whatever. And then we'd like, I'd spend the night at his place and then we'd, you know, go to church the next morning and be like, yeah, we're, we're okay. And kind of trying to convince our parents that we were not living this crazy life. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gave his life to Jesus, just mm-hmm. totally changed his life. Like God just drew him to himself and changed this guy's life. His name is John Ball. And John started to share like his faith, not in a weird way, but he was just sharing his faith, just that how real God is and mm-hmm. in his life mm-hmm. and what God's doing in his life and how God's giving him purpose and meaning and 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 how his life is changing. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Like, dude, like really? Mm-hmm. Like this is, you know, how is this real? And he's like, this is not just what our parents, uh, you know, have sort of forced on, you know, tried to get us to believe this is actually real. Mm-hmm. And so that was the the first time I was like, wow, if if God is working in my friend's life in this way, maybe there's something to this. And that's what led me on a journey to uh to lean in and, and see what, you know, who Jesus was all about. And obviously I, as I know now, like God was like using all of that to mm-hmm. draw me back to himself and mm-hmm. show me that he is uh very real and wants to do some neat things in and through my life. So, that was, yeah, that's kind of how I redirected to Jesus at that time. Ministry stuff, I can remember living in San Diego and feel, and having a weekend by myself. I'm a very social person, so it was like, but I just felt like I just needed to be by myself that weekend. Mm-hmm. A bunch of my friends were going out of town. I'm like, I'm going to stay home. And I was in my dorm room and I was reading through a book called Who's Listening? And it was all about, it was journal entries from high school students going through just the darkest of times and just sharing raw, like this is what's happening in my life. Just very hard stories to read. Mm-hmm. And as I read through it, my I began to sense my heart uh, breaking. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, And I felt like uh, God was saying to me, uh, Josh, I'm listening to their cries and I want you to tell them that I'm listening mm-hmm. and that I love them. And I'm like, okay. And so that led me to... Uh, get involved with a local church I was attending called Skyline, and I got involved with their youth ministry. I was like, hey, I, I'm supposed to help these students know that God's listening, right? And God loves them. And that's kind of my entry into volunteering with uh, student ministry, and then eventually worship stuff, and then eventually creative stuff, and all kinds of crazy stuff. But anyway, it's <laughs> been really amazing. But that was kind of my entry to Jesus and to ministry. Menlo, that's a whole other story, but uh, <laughs> Wow. I was on a journey in Nashville with my family, which is a whole nother thing I won't go on, but I was contacted and saying, hey, do you know any worship leaders to fill in for a time at Menlo? So, I was giving them names like, hey, there's there's some great people, give them a call. And then as God was leading my family back to the Bay Area, I was like, huh, I wonder if they have that like job opening still at Menlo because I was looking at a few different churches and then my friend Josh Robertson was on staff at Menlo and he was like, dude, you should come join us, blah, 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 blah. And so, that one thing led to another and I was like, hey, do you guys still have that role open? And they're like, sure. So, (laughs) I jumped in. That's a whole nother story for another (laughs) podcast. But yeah, it's been been a, a wild ride. It's been great. Yeah. 
Awesome to hear about that. I'll share really quickly because I think I've shared a couple times on the podcast, but if you're a new listener, um, also grew up in a church. My grandpa was a pastor. My mom worked at our church growing up for like 32 years or something like that. So church was just in my DNA, a part of who I am. Um, and similar to Megan, just recommitted my life every summer at Hume Lake, you know, mm-hmm. just like, I've been so horrible. I just, you know, I'm going to accept you into my life again. Um, <laughs> so it probably wasn't even until like my, my mid to late 20s where I really like dug in and was like, okay, this is like, I've always believed in God. And there was a time where I was like, church is dumb. People are hypocrites and um, all of that stuff. And then slowly just kept coming back and just like, okay, God, there's, you know, you've got stuff for me here. Um, and then I, I was uh, a student leader when I was in high school. Um, when I was in college, I became a volunteer for high school students. I just loved it. My parents did it. My brother did it. It was like, again, in our DNA. Um, and had a bit of a falling out at my last church in San Jose. And so took a little break. And then my friend was, I was like, I, I really want to like volunteer again. I just don't think that church is is my church anymore. And she's like, oh, come serve with me. Like, it's super fun. So this was back in, gosh, 2010, I think it was, or maybe nine. It was a year after the Mountain View campus had launched. Um, I met with this guy named Zach Amiller, who was the, (laughs) Joe knows him. He was the student's pastor at the time. And it was great. And we met at In-N-Out Burger. I can also remember that like specific (laughs) moment. Um, and he's like, yeah, come and check it out and see what you think. And th- at the time, they were meeting at a house with like nine students. And so it was small and weird and awkward because I was used to this <laughs> huge middle school and high school ministry <laughs> at the church I grew up at. Um, but it was great because it was like so much more intimate. You really get to know these kids. And we slowly grew that ministry pretty big. And um, I loved it and was there for a long time, as most people know. And jumped on the central team back in 2019. So it's been a it's been a fun ride at Menlo. It's been a long ride, and it hasn't always been fun. But <laughs> it's fun again, which is the most important for me. Yeah. So. Thanks everybody for sharing. Mm-hmm. All right, a little bit about your ministry. Um, so maybe share a story about life change, whether it was an interaction you had or something you heard, um, or just some way that God has used your ministry that was just like really unexpected or super impactful. Um, yeah, and then maybe 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 Megan. Although you've only been in this role for a little bit, um, you kind of cover a couple different areas. Mm-hmm. If you have any other things about those areas, great. Yeah. If not, that's okay. Like, why would uh, why would people be interested in your ministries? Mm-hmm. Who was ready to go first? I can go. Um, but can I also share more than one story since I span next yes, gen? That's can true. I you share do. a kid story and a yes. student story? Yes. That would be great. Go for it. Um, so my student story um, is connected to the summer mission trip that we just got back from in Brazil, mm. um, which was amazing. And I do believe life changing for everyone who had an opportunity to get to go. Um, and it was amazing to get to witness uh our leaders and our kids um, engaging in the ministry and partnering with um, Hope Unlimited like we were doing. There was one day um, that I just um, got to witness um, one of our girls on the team was just having one of those days where you could just tell God was working. Mm. He was not just working through her. He was working in her. And you could see it, and she was aware of it, and... Uh, she, I, I know at one point she reached out to her student pastor who was on the trip to talk about it. Mm. And what I got to then witness at the end of the day, after we had done all of our serving and our worshiping and the whole experience, um, and we went back to our, like our housing accommodations. Um, so I was in with all the girls and every night when we would get back, it was like, it was girl time in mm-hmm. their room, right? Like they were giggling and laughing and talking and sharing about their day and whatever, you know, giggling girls talk about. But this one (laughs) night, this one night, this one girl that I was just talking about, instead of joining in on that when we got back home, she went in and grabbed her journal, found a quiet place in Mm. our accommodations, and just sat and journaled and talked to God for Mm. such a long time. And it was just so evident to me that not only had God done something in her 
but it was something she didn't want to forget. Hmm. It was something she wanted to be able to bring back with her yeah. and continue to um, just pay attention to and um, and incorporate into her life back home. And so it was just it was a really cool thing that I got to. Mm. got to witness and mm-hmm. you know we, we have lights out and I was like stay as long as you want no. like you turn, turn yeah. the lights out when you go to bed like type of thing mm. but um and I heard the next morning that actually some of the guys were doing the same thing in there um oh my gosh I know I have yeah. high school students do that on their own right mm. absolutely not. yeah so, <laughs> yeah so it was That's just really amazing. cool to That's get amazing. to witness that and yeah. just know I mean I knew God was working but it was just cool to actually witness mm. a little bit of yeah. it like tangibly um and then the other story I wanted to share as far as just where I'm seeing God impact and change lives in our kids' ministry. Um, one of the opportunities I'm currently being given is I'm getting to lead a team of volunteers who come on Wednesday mornings to yeah. um, to cut and sort and count and prepare all of the materials for the Menlo Kids classrooms across all of our campuses for all of our age groups. And it's this sweet group of volunteers and they're so fun and they love coming and they, I love that they're getting all of this great work done for us. Mm-hmm. And I, and I love how they're equipping our volunteer leaders on the campuses and the kids to have a really great experience when they're in the classroom um, every Sunday. So yesterday the team was here and I had an opportunity to talk to one of the volunteers who she is, she's a ray of light for sure. And every time she's there, she always tells me, this is so fun. I'm so glad I get to be here. And when do I get to come back? And, um, which I love. Um, but yesterday she was sharing with me that her, so she's got grown kids, grown grandkids, um, and she just loves kids. She loves Mm. children Mm. and, and how her heart's desire is to be able to serve in um, with kids and I was thinking oh great I'm gonna walk her over to our kids director at that campus yeah. and you know but she but then she shared with me um, but my doctor says I, I shouldn't it's not a good idea like mm-hmm. I, she has I guess a, a compromised or a, oh. um, just affected immune system weakened mm-hmm. immune system mm-hmm. and so it's not a good idea for her to serve in a room with children with germs everywhere yes <laughs> <laughs> not that our rooms are dirty no 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 <laughs> the kids are sneeze, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly kids who sneeze in your face yeah. right exactly and and it was just such a sweet moment for me I, um, God just reminded me I've been thinking about it ever since that th- this team and what they're doing is not just about the tasks they're getting done. And it's not Mm. just about what they're doing for our kids and our volunteers at all of our campuses, but God is doing something in them as Mm -hmm. well. And this space for them to serve is, is God's using. And, you know, in the case of this woman, he is, um, he is fulfilling a passion of hers in a Mm -hmm. a way that she didn't expect, Mm -hmm. but it's still happening. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I just, I just, it was a great reminder to me, like these, op- we don't know what God is doing in the lives of our volunteers and mm-hmm. the reasons why they've been invited into the spaces they've been invited into mm-hmm. to serve. Um, mm-hmm. So this interaction with this woman yesterday just reminded me of just, I don't know, I just thought it was really cool. Yeah. I was really grateful for it. Yeah, yeah. it's such a great story because I, I think a lot of people, you know, maybe you you can't physically mm-hmm. serve with them or like, I can't commit to being a student leader mm-hmm. every single week for mm-hmm. seven years or whatever, or I don't have the obvious talents of singing or leading worship. Um, but there are so many opportunities for mm-hmm. behind the scenes things and mm-hmm. coming out with this wonderful group of older women. I want to be there. Like, that sounds so fun. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's what's one that's one cool thing about our central team is that there are a lot of opportunities like, Hey, if you, you know, maybe you go out of town a lot on Sundays um, and you just watch online, but we've got opportunities during the week for you to come. Mm -hmm. If you don't feel like you have any personal skills, Hey, go and sit and cut things. Like there's just plenty of like, God will use every talent and gift that you have. And we hope that we can help you find that. So Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Of course. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Megan, Josh. Yeah, so on the spiritual formation team, I want to highlight our connections. That's a story I want to tell. Can you say what is what does the spiritual formation team encompass? Yeah, so spiritual formation is after next gen wraps when they graduate high school, mm. we're responsible for all the adults <laughs> and growing in their faith. Yeah. And so as the belonging director, mm. I oversee adult discipleship in groups and the connections at all the campuses. Um, 
but spiritual formation retreats, the spiritual practices that we encourage in the worship service, touch on the spiritual formation, uh, as well as missional outreach is cool. part of it. Great. Uh, so I was talking with one of our campus connections directors about a student. So they're now a sixth grader. So they were in Menlo Kids, now they're in Menlo Students. And uh, I've known this child for a long time. They're very independent. Uh, not always wanting to jump in and help in the way you may want them to. And a sixth grader? No. <laughs> and at Christmas time, we decorate the campuses. We transform it. And this family stayed behind and helped decorate and had a vision. And that's when the Campus Connections director got to know this family. And this past Sunday, they were, like, wanting to help. The sixth grade boy is like, yeah. And was kind of managing the coffee cart stuff, figuring it all out. Uh, and the Campus Connections director talked to the moms like, hey, we can get him officially on the team. She turns around and he has a lanyard <laughs> <laughs> behind the car. He's nice. putting himself officially on the team. And he's telling people what to do. Oh my right? gosh. And he's like, well, I just saw a need and I jumped in. <laughs> wow. And, uh, Ooh, I just got the chills. I've seen that like that. over and over again mm. with this like independent child that's becoming who that God has created them to be mm. that he keeps seeing needs and stepping mm -hmm. into it and like in connections we're creating a warm and welcoming environment yep. and there's all sorts of ways to jump in from mm. brewing coffee to handing out communion supplies and yeah. handing out service elements to welcoming people to answering questions how can someone take their next step of faith and there's places for kids in that, students in that, mm -hmm. older adults, middle-aged people, empty nesters, parents mm -hmm. of young kids. And so there's all sorts of ways that people can be invited into the life of our community and serve and make Menlo a place that people feel like, oh, I'm a part of this mm -hmm. and it matters. Mm -hmm. And so there's tons of ways to help spiritual formation. That's not just like, I have to be a spiritual guru right. and I will then share my wisdom with someone who's behind me on the journey and I'll bring them <laughs> along, right? Because that can feel big and intimidating, yeah, right? that's literally nobody. Just yeah. so you know, yeah. nobody yeah. is spiritually formed. Yeah. <laughs> that there mm. are ways, right, to be on the prayer teams and to pray for people and there's ways, you know, to lead a life group. Yeah. But there's also creating a welcoming environment. There's building mm. set pieces and photo ops mm -hmm. and making Mother's Day on the courtyards and feel exciting and welcoming and women feel, you know, honored. So there's all sorts of ways to get involved in that that's also creative and outside the box, right? Like mm -hmm. the kind of highlighted next gen. Um, yeah. But that story was just told to me this week that I was like so excited yeah. to see this kid kind of coming alive and taking ownership and feeling comfortable that. to just to like put on the lanyard and tell people <laughs> what to do, <laughs> right? which is, you know, not our volunteer process, oh my gosh. but mm. it's just like I saw a need and so I'm responding to it. Yeah. yeah. Sixth yeah. grade boy just like, this is it. Yep. I found my That's place. Great. This yeah. is where I belong. Yeah, I, I love, love that. It. That's such a fun mm. connections thing of like, um, I've seen so many like mothers <clears throat> serving with their daughter mm. or like, you know, families serving and welcoming people mm. holding signs. Yeah. It's just such a like easy step of like, if you know how to smile. Yeah. Mm. Yep. We got you. We got yeah. a spot for yeah. you. I love mm -hmm. that. Yep. Thanks, Megan. And and the huge difference that it does, the huge difference it creates for mm -hmm. someone who's, who's coming for the first time. Yeah. You know, to see some, like a kid like that who's mm -hmm. like, welcome. They're like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. You immediately feel like more welcome mm. when it's like this cute little kid that's like giving <laughs> you something or like waving. You're like, yeah. totally. oh my gosh, thank you so much. <laughs> I love the risk that the kid took. I also love the environment that you guys create because it's mm -hmm. like an environment of permission giving. Like, mm -hmm. doesn't matter, you know, it's not, you're too young. Yeah. Um, but no, like God could use you, yeah. you know, and maybe for him, you know, that may have been that first moment that they thought, well, maybe God could use my life, Yeah, mm -hmm. which I think is huge, right? When you think mm -hmm. about like how we all got involved in ministry or our listeners that are tuning in, like when was the first time they ever felt like God could use my life? Mm -hmm. Maybe God could, you yeah. know, because mm -hmm. oftentimes we, we don't start there. We start yeah. with God could never use me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just love that. Maybe that was the first time, you know, yeah. that that kid had. So, and we're hoping that we can create not just a first time for one person, but like a first time that people feel that. Like, we hope there'd be like a hundred stories of yeah. that. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is yeah. my first time, you know? Yeah. So, I asked a couple of uh, people that serve with the creative team. I'm like, you know, what? What is a, a way that God's grown you as a follower of Jesus, or what does it feel like to be used by God? And one gal named Janelle, she serves with the creative team with music, and she said that I, uh, 
I try to present to God the best sound I can make. She's this amazing cello player. She's like world class. Mm. And she just comes and volunteers and she joins the worship team and plays along. And she says, I, best sound I can make to connect with others while doing so because music is my language to express love for God mm. and love for others. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, what a cool angle that as she's serving in the creative team in that way, it's the way that she's loving God mm-hmm. and loving other people. And it's behind what we do is this this motivation to to love, and I, I loved that. I was like, oh, that's 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 beautiful. That it's really about the Lord and about other people. It's not about even though she's so amazing, it could all be about her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just directing it upward mm-hmm. and and outward to people. And then she said, God's taught me that serving is not an additional, but rather an integral part of my walk with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Life can become busy, which we all know in the Bay Area, our listeners know, but I've discovered that it's during those busier weeks of serving that my faith strengthens by relying on God more, and that by mm-hmm. serving others, my own needs get fulfilled. So, that was the other like, Jeez. wow, she just is hitting at such a major principle of what we're talking about in Mm -hmm. terms of opportunities to serve is that when we serve others, all of a sudden this deep need inside us is like met. It's like we really are created to love and serve other Mm -hmm. people. And when it's inward about ourselves, we never get that. It's just Mm -hmm. a never ending sort of black hole of Mm -hmm. like, I can't ever get that kind of fulfillment I'm after even though everything around us says, no, it's about you. (laughs) And it's about using everybody around you and everything around you to make it, you know, to make yourself feel better or whatever, advance. And this is the opposite. It's like, as you give yourself away, you actually end up feeling filled up. Mm -hmm. And so, I, I love that. That's just one example of somebody who's serving in our teams that is experiencing that as they give their, their talent, their skill, their time, their sacrifice away they're actually like, oh, like this is what I've actually been after. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of neat yeah. how God does that. As <laughs> we, as cool. it's like, yeah. you know, it's a good reminder. There are so many different ways that that people get to serve with creative. I can think of a couple of high school students that are involved with our production, which is yeah. kind of behind the scenes. They're holding cameras. They're you know Directing filming a service. Our services. I know. Mm-hmm. There. Yeah. No. There Shout is. Out yeah. Only. yeah only. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. There's which I also love. Like we want high school students, junior high students. They, we want them to feel like this is their church. Like mm-hmm. they can serve or they mm-hmm. can put on a lanyard, even if they're like a elementary kid. Mm-hmm. And so I love seeing the yeah the students that are like. Let's go. Let's get behind. So a lot of it is there's a lot of behind the scenes opportunities, even with this podcast. Like there's opportunities to help, you know, make this happen mm-hmm. and you know allow for people listening to be encouraged and mm-hmm. equipped. There are opportunities, obviously, like with music through at all of our campuses, which is such a great, powerful vehicle for people to connect with God. There are opportunities with photography and graphic design and some of the creative stuff. I love that. You know, we just celebrate the arts here and we celebrate creativity. Mm-hmm. So, just looking for people who have a, a passion for that to be involved and telling stories through the arts. It's just such a, a fun way to, to serve God. And there are what, are, what other ways are we getting to do? We've got weekends. I mean, we've got our communications. We've got social um, media. Social media is a big one. It was really fun. Yeah, we had a, a that's another high school student story, but mm. she's just like, I love. I'd love to be involved helping with social media. And so, and we're like, great, because you know way more about how this all, how yeah. this works anyway. So teach us. And so, mm-hmm. you know, another opportunity for, for people to be involved is helping with our socials and really helping people engage that way. And then online is so key because a lot of people might not come to a worship service in person. Mm-hmm. But they'll check it out online. They'll they'll go to the website. They'll be like, you know, I've got some questions about faith or God or, um, and and not in this church context, but a different church context. I was chatting with someone online. It was during COVID, and this person kept asking more and more questions about faith and Jesus and the Bible. And I was like, huh. And then he's like, would you ever be open to talking with me more about this in person? And I'm like, sure, I'll call you right now. And mm. so I call this guy, and I'm at my brother's house, and I'm outside in the front yard. And I start walking around the yard and I end up having like a, over an hour and a half talking with this guy about faith. Mm-hmm. And he ends up saying like, and I'm like, what do I do? I ask him if he wants to follow Jesus. Like it was one of these weird <laughs> moments, yeah. right? Where you don't know what to do. Like, I don't want to be like, you know, pressuring this guy. I'm just like, would you want to, you know, have a relationship with Jesus? And he's like, yeah, I do. And it was almost like, really? Are you just, <laughs> did someone like pay you to just encourage me today? Yeah. Um, but it was really neat to get to pray with this kid 
and to realize like, you know, some people might sh not show up in person, but they could connect online mm -hmm. and then be connected with, with the person mm -hmm. and to a place where they're, they're, you know, eventually like beginning a journey with God. And so, I just can't stress that enough, just uh, how important that is. And that's a way for people to be involved because you might not yeah. be able to serve at per in person or maybe you feel more comfortable uh, in the online space, but what a cool opportunity to mm -hmm. jump in and be involved yeah. serving that way. So that's awesome. Um, all right, final question: What, where is your ministry heading? What are your hopes and dreams? Maybe what are you excited about? What are you looking forward to? And kind of like what Josh just did, what are the areas? What are some of the areas that people can help? Or if, if there's like a really big like, oh my gosh, the biggest need we have is this. What would that be? That's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take credit, actually. Mark came up with both of these. Um, I think about as we're moving towards launching three services at Ooh. every campus. Yep. September 24th, it's yeah, coming, people. That there's a <laughs> lot of ways to help just make Sundays happen for all three of our teams, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Of If you are worshiping, you can worship mm. and serve mm -hmm. and still have an extra hour of services if you could want to serve two hours or mm -hmm. worship two hours. Um but I think when I think about the spiritual formation team and kind of the where we're going, ways to get involved, is if you want to lead a group, mm. you want to host a group in your home, you want to facilitate yeah. like using the sermon study guide or do a book study or do something, but a way to help our churches, our campuses that can feel big, make them feel smaller, where people can find community and solidarity and relationship and be encouraged talk to your campus adult discipleship yeah. person mm -hmm. about leading a group. There are so many people who are wonderful that want to join groups mm -hmm. and people are just hesitant to say like, I can lead it because like we joked about being the expert, mm. right? Like you don't have to be the expert. You just have to be willing mm -hmm. to yeah. facilitate conversations, to create a safe space for people yeah. to ask questions. And it's okay to say, I don't know. Yeah, mm -hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but being able to share life and open the Bible and to pray. Mm. Um, but I think that's really where God has the opportunity for life change to happen, right? Is this yeah. in these small groups around the table. Um, I would love to see more people take a step of faith and say, hey, I'm willing to lead a group mm -hmm. um, to help create a community I'm looking for, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. I love that because it's you don't have to have all the knowledge in the world. Sometimes leading yeah. the life group literally just means can even if you can't host at your home, mm -hmm. can you create a, a sheet for your group to sign up? Mm -hmm. Can you like help buy books? Can you mm -hmm. facilitate who's going to bring a meal if you do that? Like mm -hmm. you don't even have to be like I am the most spiritual person mm -hmm. in this group, so yeah. I will lead you into this discussion. <laughs> yeah, because I'm mm -hmm. usually like the facilitator of a group just because that's my nature of being organized. But I'm like I am in no way, shape, or form the leader of this group. Like mm -hmm. let's all work together to mm -hmm. you know do mm -hmm. these discussions and find these answers out. So it's yeah. a Sometimes feeling hearing that can feel like such a big ask, but really mm -hmm. it could be as simple as just like, are you organized that you can make a spreadsheet? <laughs> yeah. And if you're looking just to like dip your toes in the water of leading a group, in the fall we're going to have Explore yes. God groups. Mm. Yep. And it's a space for people who are exploring God, right? Who are looking <laughs> to have their questions about faith and Christianity answered or just a space to ask the questions. Um, so every campus is going to create a new group that's short term. So you're not committing to forever because that's mm -hmm. another fear people yeah. have mm -hmm. with groups of like, how long am I committing to leave this group? Is <laughs> <laughs> this a forever thing? Yeah. But there's going to be a short term structured yeah. contents provided opportunity. So if you're friendly and okay with questions, talk to your campus adult discipleship director about helping mm. with Explore God because there's a good just yeah. like burst of energy help people get yeah. to know God better. And language-wise, adult discipleship is similar to life group. I mean, it's the same thing, basically. But yeah. I know the language, we've changed lang language a little bit here and there of like our staff names and stuff yeah. like that. So life group leader and adult, adult discipleship is... Yeah, they used to be group structures. Yeah, group structures. And now they're yeah. adult discipleship. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to share, I don't know that there's a greater way for someone to grow in their faith than to lead a group mm -hmm. like all, you know because we've had that experience like all of a sudden we're entrusted with leading a group and we're like mm -hmm. oh this is scary what's gonna happen and then how much more we actually grow mm -hmm. as we're helping others and mm -hmm. as we're like maybe sharing some of the content or teaching or facilitating some of it we're like whoa i'm actually i'm growing 
in my own love for God and love for people mm-hmm. and love for His Word. And yeah. mm-hmm. so I was like, I was, I'm thinking of the listener who's just like, if they're feeling kind of stagnant in their life or their mm-hmm. walk with Jesus, like this would be a huge sort of growth, you know, m- moment for them mm-hmm. if they were to step in and lead. As scary as it is, mm-hmm. but when they step, when you step in and lead, if you're listening and you're like, man, maybe that's me you will be amazed at how God mm-hmm. shows up and mm-hmm. grows you through it. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. it's just a really fun mm-hmm. experience. Your faith mm-hmm. kind of comes alive in a new way. Mm-hmm. So, if you're saying maybe it's me, it is you. It is you. <laughs> it is you. Jump in. Yeah. Jump mm-hmm. in. So, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's your ministry Where we're headed? What are your hopes and dreams? What are you excited about for the creative Goodness. team? Oh, they're so... Many. Yeah, there, there's a lot going on about. as well. Um, with our, I'm excited just to, to invite more people in, like mm-hmm. just to have, have three services. That's more opportunities for people to get involved mm-hmm. and join in and serve. Um, I'm excited for some of the things that we're doing with our social media and Mark Morning. She's really driving this, but really excited to connect and engage people online. Mm-hmm. So we want to be less of just, hey, we're telling people what. Menlo's about or you know who Menlo is but it's more about like no we're actually wanting to engage people mm-hmm. and meet them where they're at and mm-hmm. journey with them around questions of faith and and growth and in, in, in Jesus and so I'm excited for that whole team and so if you're listening and you're like oh I love social media I love engaging with people like we would love to have people jump in and help us with that I'm excited where we're going. We have this film. We're in this podcast studio. Well, again, Mark is driving this. We're creating an entire film studio. Mm -hmm. And so, we're going to be creating digital content for ministry, for online engagement. And so, if you're listening and you're like, oh, wow, they're creating a studio? I'd love to work at a studio or like Mm -hmm. serve with a studio behind the scenes with tech or helping them think through content for the studio. Mm -hmm. Like, that'd be amazing. You know, so if you're listening and you're like, That'd be super fun. It is going to be super fun. Yeah. So that's one thing I think about. Like, wow, we have a we have a this amazing resource, and it'll be really fun to see people get involved and and even learn. You know, somebody might have a passion for film or videography or interviewing people, and it's like, mm. come and learn. Like, we would love to teach you. That's the other thing that I'm excited about is just having opportunities for people to to get involved and learn and master something, right? Mm-hmm. We that just that drives a lot of us, right? We want to we want to become great at something. Mm-hmm. And so this this would provide a lot of opportunities for that. I'm excited for where we're going with our broadcast video team. We not only want to broadcast from our Menlo Park campus, but we want to be able to broadcast from any campus. And so that means like t- having a mobile recording whole system mm-hmm. and going at any of our campuses and broadcasting a weekend or a creative event. So I think about like people who love, you know, love video or love camera. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get excited <laughs> about that. I get excited about our music. We're actually <laughs> writing uh, original worship songs and introducing mm-hmm. them here and there. Uh, we have one releasing in January and we're making a music video around that I'm really excited about how it's going to encourage our church. So I, I love, you know, where musicians can get involved and be creative and start to shape some of the future that way. Gosh, there's, there's so much. You don't much. have to list it all. I it's know. Okay. I, I, can't, I can't stop. I can't stop talking about creativity. We've got to save time for Joan. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, yeah. It's, it's going to be fun. I'm excited for all of that. Yeah. That sounds great. Um, the th- I would say that um, in student ministry, we have a big change coming um, this fall with the launch of the third service at all of our campuses. We are also intentionally across all campuses splitting middle school and high school into separate ministries. And I know Josh on the Menlo Park team talked about that a little bit at the podcast that was released earlier this week. And so for sure, if you want to hear more about it, listen mm-hmm. to that. Um, but I think one of the th- opportunities that that intentionally splitting these ministries and moving middle school to 1130 on Sundays is going to provide that I'm excited about is more opportunities for students to get involved in the life of the bigger mm-hmm. Menlo church. Yep. Uh, it's something that we talk about a lot on the students team because we know that the best way for students who are graduating from high school to want to continue to pursue their faith is if they know that they're a part of a bigger church because then they'll maybe 
search out a church Mm -hmm. in the next season in their life when they graduate high school. And so we've been trying to figure out ways to help them get more involved on Sundays and recognize themselves as a part of Menlo's family. And so by splitting our ministries and actually putting middle school on Sunday morning, I'm excited because I think that will open up. The kids are already coming, so my hope is that some of them will decide, oh, I want to go at 10, Mm -hmm. and I want to worship with my family or with my friends or with my life group leader, or I want to join one of these serve teams. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that's a really cool opportunity for our middle schoolers to to just engage more with the church family. And then for high schoolers, by separating out the ministries, it's actually providing a new place for them to serve on Sunday mornings because they could be leaders within the mm-hmm. middle school ministry. Um, they're engaged in some great opportunities, but this just gives another layer of ways that they can be a part of a discipleship process for themselves and for kids that are younger than them mm-hmm. um, by serving with middle school. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. And um, you had asked the question, like, what what are our needs or what mm-hmm. can we do? And while there's for sure a ton of volunteer opportunities that we have huge needs for across mm-hmm. all of our ministries and kids and students, I think what I would ask of our community, our in-person community at all of our campuses, is that when you see these middle schoolers and high schoolers Mm. on campus on Sunday mornings, that you cheer them on, that you introduce yourself, you get to know them, Mm -hmm. you see them as a part of the family so that they can feel a part of the family. And so I think Mm -hmm. I would just ask for that welcoming spirit to be a part Mm -hmm. of their Sunday morning experience. And that's something that we can all do as adults in our Mm -hmm campus communities so for sure I love that that's so good yeah I think this has just been such a cool um couple weeks getting to hear from all the campuses and something that's a little bit new at Menlo is our central team like us here um are getting volunteers like that's Mm -hmm. a little bit of a newer uh concept so some of us are starting from scratch and don't have (laughs) any volunteers obviously worship and production is a pretty you know that's one that already has stuff and um, but like Jones, you know, Wednesday morning group, that's, that's a new thing that they need help with. And, um, there's, so there's plenty of opportunities, um, to serve in front facing ministries behind the scenes mm-hmm. during the week on a Sunday online social, like so many opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. again, the reason we've been doing these takeovers is this Sunday, August 20th mm-hmm. is our big volunteer fair. Shout out to Megan for yeah. jumping in this oh, role, like six weeks ago, you said, yeah. and leading this event basically. So um, any of our campuses um, after each service will have opportunities for you to just learn a little bit about Mm -hmm. the different ways that you can serve, um, kind of get a big picture of that, but then there'll Mm -hmm. be people at each table to maybe talk through a little bit of those details. And then there's just like a quick form that you can fill out and say, hey, I'm interested in serving at Menlo. And then the conversation from there can help you place maybe if you're like not exactly sure. Mm -hmm. I want to serve, but I don't know where. I don't know if I can commit to a big thing. I don't know if I can commit to a weak thing. Let's talk because Mm -hmm. that's what we're here for. We're here to help and get that. So definitely come to a campus on Sunday if you can. But again, there's plenty of online opportunities as well online opportunities as well. Um, you can go to menlo.church slash volunteer that has a lot of those ways that you can serve there, mm-hmm. including the, I, I think the link for the um, interest form yeah, is, be up up, th- yeah. is not there yet, but will be soon. So if you can't make it to a campus, that's okay. And if you mm-hmm. can't make it this Sunday, you're out of town, you can we talk to- We still want you to join a we team. We still yeah. want you to join totally. a team. You can There's talk to anybody yeah. at yeah. any time. We're launching a couple other ways this fall to, to kind of say, hey, here's all the things that we do and we just, mm. we want you here and it's not just for us. Like, mm. was it Janelle said, like, she mm. does this because it yeah. gives her life and that's mm-hmm. what's the most important thing that we want everybody to hear that- yeah, we need you, sure, but that's not what it's about. This mm-hmm. is about you and your relationship with God, and we want to be mm-hmm. there with you and yeah. for you and help you in those areas. So, mm-hmm. any last parting words before I pray? We're probably long podcast here. No, but. I love that. I love what you just said. <laughs> I, I love what you just said. You know, yeah, yeah, Mark said it too, just that we're not asking something from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're asking something for you. Of course, Jesus asks us for our life. <laughs> he says, you know, be crucified with, with with Christ. And so, yes, like Jesus asks us for everything. Mm-hmm. And yet, as we lay it down, we find what we're really after. Like he fills us up with that yeah. meaning and that purpose. And yeah. it's just like, whoa, it's just this interesting thing that happens with this kingdom and principle of like, I'm going to say, I'm going to lay my life down and say yes to whatever this opportunity might be that he's like stirring me to do, whether it's like lead a group or, yeah. you know, help with students or help with, you know, creative team. 
Um, those are just a few examples. There's hundreds of ways to serve in this yeah. church and outside this church. Mm-hmm. And as we do that, what we discover is like, wow, this is lighting me up, mm-hmm. you know? And so, yep. anyway, excited for people and what what will what, happen in their lives as yeah. they take a step. Another cool thing about these podcasts is just seeing the passion and excitement from everybody that sat at this table. Mm. And it's not just like, again, it's not that we need you. It's like, we're excited because we want you to help and we want you to take that next step in your journey. So, yeah. all right, well, let me pray for you guys and then we will end there. Uh, God, uh, we're just so grateful for... Um, these three people at this table and the rest of our essential team and um, all the ways that we get to support um, our campuses and we get to support the other teams um, and then that just we get to shine your light in these ways, God. We're so grateful for Menlo and all that it's done in our lives over the years and for everybody listening, God, that um, I just pray that you just give them that extra little push, Lord, to either come on Sunday to check things out or fill out an interest form or even just go to our website and just start taking tiptoe steps Mm -hmm. in if needed, God. But we're just so excited for what you have for the future of Menlo and the ways that people can draw closer to you through serving you and our community and our people and all of that, Lord. Um, I just pray that as we go from here, Lord, we can remember all these things and not get into this like, ah, I need volunteers, Lord, or um, or I just feel like I have to serve because it's something I should do, Lord, but that we are excited to bring people along with us and that we get to share in their journey um, with you, God. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I pray all these things in your name. Amen. 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 Thanks for being awesome. here, everybody. Thanks, Bye. everybody. Bye. Thanks. Peace.